Drive Time and RT Radio 1. Listen back on the RT Radio Player app. Good evening and you are so welcome into the study hub this evening and on the menu this evening we have chemistry and agricultural science so it's a case of firing up the Bunsen's and analysing the price of grain but maybe not at the same time. And also tonight we will hear from the maths guru himself John Brennan as he gives us his must listen tips to navigate the maths papers. And now just a few short hours ago we heard the news that the traditional leaving cert is due to get an overhaul and students will tackle a reformed exam system which will include spreading the project work and exams over over fifth and sixth year. And I'm sure as you hit the books tonight for Leaving Cert 2022, you are thrilled for them. But just to say, you know what, we are here for you and tonight we are focusing on your exams for this summer 2022. But if you are interested in finding out more about those proposed changes, Catherine Donnelly, the education editor from the Irish Independent, was on here earlier in drive time going through the details so you can listen back to that podcast later. But as I said, business as usual for us here on Study Hub tonight as ever. We're happy to go through your emails. Contact us at studyhub.rt.ie or indeed text us now at 51551. Now, if you've been listening to the news over the last while, you will know that the government has been urging farmers to prepare for the year ahead and a potential grain shortage. So it's probably more important than ever before to be very skilled in agricultural science to help us all make the best of the land. And to get you into the zone, here's Minister for Agriculture, Charlie McConnellogue, just from a few weeks ago. Well, I'm asking each farmer to make plans for the year ahead. And I think one of the most economical things that any farm can do is consider planting some grain this year. Uh, and they should look at that and consider their options. But, uh, uh, what's really important as well is alongside that, that we ensure that we, we, we grow enough grass over the course of this year to ensure that we have sufficient fodder supplies next winter. Uh, and, and each farm will have to look in terms of planning ahead to ensure that in terms of their grass supply, their fodder supply next year and their grain supply, that they have an idea and plan as to how they're going to get that. The Minister for Agriculture, Charlie McConnell, speaking on Morning Ireland just a few weeks ago. Now, we're very glad to be joined once again by our friend and county lead from Brendan Green, who's an ag science teacher there at St. Clair's Comprehensive Manor Hamilton. Good evening to you, Brendan. Good evening, Evelyn. Now, when we were talking to you last year, this new syllabus was being examined for the first time. And as with last year, the State Examinations Commission says there's increased choice. Again, we're hearing this again and again with so many papers. Additional questions along with the reduced number of mandatory questions. Is that correct? Can you give us a sense of the format for this year's students, Brendan, please? I can indeed. I suppose the first thing I'd say to the students is get the independent investigative study, which is 25% out of the way, first of all, and not to come in with it on the 29th of April. In terms of the paper, uh, the good news first, I suppose, uh, well, to be honest, you're spoiled for choice uh, as an ag science student. There's a section A, the 70 marks, 12 short questions. You must do answer seven of them, but there's an internal choice as well in four questions. So there's very good choice there. In section B, which has 150 marks, as opposed to seven. And Brendan, are you gone from us there? I think we have a little problem with Brendan's line there. Just as he was getting warmed to talk us through section A and section B, and it's so interesting how we keep hearing from teachers again and again about these adjustments and amendments and how they are working in your favour. And I'm sure you were hearing that news earlier and thinking, wow, it's going to be an even nicer leaving cert for students down the road. But, you know, for students this year, we are uh, hearing from a lot of teachers enthusiasm, enthusiasm about these papers. And they're excited for you that you'll actually have uh, choices when you go into the exam hall. And I think we've Brendan back on the line. Brendan, are you back with us? I'm back. Listen, yeah. you're only getting started there in Section A and your enthusiasm for it. Let's plough on with Section B and then we can go back in detail. But just that overview of Section B, please, Brandon. Well, in Section B, there's 150 marks for that, which is twice for Section A, approximately. And there's six questions. 
and you must answer three. And again, there's internal choice in two of those questions. So there's absolutely a, a, a great choice on the overall paper. Now, I heard you earlier talking to comments about the menu. And mm-hmm. the menu on this one here, well, there's a big menu on it. And, <laughs> you know, this is the lesser good news because choice gives you an awful lot of uh, decisions to make. Sure. So in other words, if we go for the menu and you say, do you want vegetarian beef, lamb, pork, turkey, or whatever else, you know, chicken, trout, salmon. But if I just say to you, beef or salmon, it's, a, it's an easier choice. So basically, decision-making here is a big thing in, in what you're going to do. Now, in preparation for this two-and-a-half-hour exam, <coughs> I went through it. And I see that this was 52 pages on last year's exam paper. 52, Brandon. Yeah, it's daunting, so isn't it? Yeah. It's a real page turner. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, you with us. Go on, page turner. And it took me 20 minutes to read last year's paper. And I had seen it, if you like, during the year. So I just, as a test for this, I, I did it for this evening. It took me 20 minutes to read it. So basically, there's much to ruminate on there in that period of time. So if you if you take that 20 minutes out, you essentially really have only two hours and 10 minutes of writing time. And that, that isn't clear on the paper because they tell you, oh, you spend 50 minutes on the first and 100 on the other or whatever else. But really, you have less time than that. Uh, and the practitioners that are in the subject area will tell you that. And the students will tell you just to practice it often enough. Going back to Section A then, I mean, can you give us an example of question one for soil, for example? How would a student approach that? Uh <laughs> Well, I, on the soil question, is it? Yeah, just an example well, I mean, of how they could answer. Like, what are they looking for in that kind of question, that format? Well, just basically, you know, you want to put down the points and briefly put them across. I mean, it's, they're called short answer questions in section one, but they're not that short by comparison to section B, or maybe I should say the other way around, section B isn't that long like it used to be in the older style papers. The, the big thing here is really, you know, on information processing, that can you critically think things, can you analyse data, and can you evaluate it? There's much more emphasis on that now than there was in the old course, where it was basically, you know, write as much as you can and see and develop the points out. Uh, last year, the thematic, the thematic brief was sustainability. Mm-hmm. This year, it's conservation. Now, I don't know whether I'm imagining it or not, but there was a whole pile of questions last year on sustainability, and they infected the paper almost like a virus. This year, the, the, the thematic thing uh, for the project is conservation. So I'd be looking at buzzwords there like conservation, organic, biodiversity and environment in terms of uh, going through that. In terms of that new paper last year, I mean, it throws students because they love going back to past, past papers, you know, and digging right back. But there's still a value to that, of course, I presume. There's still what? A value to going back to the previous papers and getting well, some sense of a of frame. Some value, but because it's a change course, maybe not so much value. I think if I was being specific with people, I would tell them to go through last year's paper in great detail and go through the Markham scheme, which, if I remember correctly, has something like over 30 pages of content in it. So I, I very much look at the paper last year because the, the other syllabus was quite outdated and they're looking for new skills now to do with analysis and that sort of stuff. So they give you the data, you look at the data, but it's the reading and the time for the reading that I think is really going to pressurise people when you have only... Uh, over two hours to do this now admittedly you have less questions to do sure. but then there's the decision making which does us up into your time and you're supposed to read every paper every good examiner will tell you read the paper first and read the instructions so you have to do that really Now students are always going to say to us you know what can we cut out I think what you're probably going to say to us look a lot of the topics bleed into each other is that fair to say like it's very hard to maybe isolate topics that students can leave yes. out That would be a very bad idea at this time of the year but I would say you know, if you're coming into 
maybe whatever it is in June, yeah. uh, the weekend before the exam. You have a full weekend before the exam actually study for this. There aren't too many siblings left after it. I might suggest maybe at that point, if you were kind of uh, uh, prepared to cut corners, that might be the time to do it rather than now. And do you want to give us any hints on that or are you sort of leaving that up in the air? Well, I mean, the hints are pretty... Uh, I've given some of them already as far as okay. I can think about them. Conservation, uh, organic biodiversity environment, and then obviously you look at these things here, the scientific practices, the soils, the crops and the animals, and farm safety transcends each of those uh, major topics as we go through it. And then finally, what you're going to tell me, I presume, is you want those answers need to be developed there, you know, making the analysis of the points with the data that all the time keep giving information, keep showing what you know. Yes, it's a new skill that I suppose we're looking for, or people are looking for. It doesn't suit everybody, but at least the information, or a lot of the information is there in the exam paper if you can find it and you can make a good analysis of it and an argument for what you're trying to say. Very quickly, Brendan, did you like last year's paper? Did you think it was you know, a good reflection of this changed syllabus and changed course and approach? Not particularly. I thought it was very wordy, a lot of text. <laughs> You know, I mean, the choice is part of that as well. Okay. But, you know, it, it, it's a lot, lot to read, to read yeah. through all of those things as you enter the exam and it takes about 20 minutes to do it. Well, at least if they're forewarned, they know in you go and just plough through that paper and get on with reading it, I suppose. But it's to know that, that that's a really serious part of this paper. Listen, Brendan, thank you so much as ever. Thank you from last year thank as well. Know. Thank you so much. Uh, that was Brendan Green there from St. Clair's Comprehensive in Manor Hamilton in County Leitrim. Now, one of the familiar voices on the exam programmes over the years is the maths guru, as I like to call him, John Brennan. We got the chance to talk to John and to ask him, after all his decades of teaching students and writing math solution books, what about his best advice for students who are facing into the exam hall? So here John talks us through his advice for the Leaving Cert Maths exam. I would suggest, first of all, that they, you know, do, do a mock and see how they're fixed. I would reckon if they got 35% or more in the mock, they should stick with the higher maths. And there's a reason for that is, first of all, the failure rate in higher maths is extremely low. It's less than 2%, or at least it was less than 2% last year. And... You know, if you can get a, a H6 on the or, on the higher level, it's worth 71 points. That's more than you can get when getting a H1, an O1 on the ordinary level. So, it's, you know, it's, it's certainly very important that you, you stick. If, if you have any chance at all of, of passing the honours maths, you should stick with it. There's 10 questions on the exam. They have to do four from Section A and two from Section B. Now, the beauty about it is this, is this. They, they've the same amount of time, they have 150 minutes to do what they, to do this exam. They'll have about 20 minutes to spare. So I suggest that they should do an extra question, if at all possible. Check what they've done first, and they will certainly have plenty of time. Certainly the good students will have loads of time. Students don't like financial math, mainly because it's, you know, it's horrific, and, and, and you don't really know whether your answers are right or wrong. So it's one definitely to leave out. And it, it, it doesn't bleed into others and into other questions, so it's quite safe to leave it out. And I would say leave out the financial maths if you're you're not happy with it and put much more time into functions and algebra and complex numbers, you'll get a much better reward. The, the obvious one to leave out is the geometry. It's not worth the bother. You have to learn three theorems. You learn how to prove them, and you learn how to prove lots of stuff. There's too much, too much stuff to, to cope with. And the value is not there. So I would strongly leave out geometry. So I want to plug tuition.ie and projectmaths.com. There's a ton of notes there for free. Tuition.ie and projectmaths.com. Loads and loads of exam questions, solved, solved, solved problems, all sorts of stuff. 
but it's very important that students use the exam papers to study and study by topic because the layout of the exam is, is not the same and you know well, basically pick your topics and just put a lot of work into those time management yeah but if you're doing a mock exam time it and it'll give you then an idea of where your faults you know your your weaknesses and your strengths are but you'll have plenty of time you know you really will have plenty of time and always do your best questions first don't go off and do the big questions do the do the small questions first get your 30 marks put it to bed and then move on to the next one it's extremely important that you know you get much you get you get you get you know, points on the board, particularly with the weaker kids. They need success to keep going. Uh, John Brennan there. Thank you so much, John Brennan, there for your advice, as he mentioned, uh, tuition.ie there. And of course, so many of our extra notes and additional supports are available on RTE Learn as well. So I really would encourage you to go check that out and see all the extra bits and pieces that we have there for you as well, right across the board in a whole range of topics. Well, next up, it's chemistry. Another pretty big syllabus, but there have been some interesting and useful changes for the exam this year. And to break it all down and give us some really great advice is Mary Mullahy from the Eureka Secondary School Convent of Mercy in Kells County Meads. She's a former chair of the Association of Science Teachers. She's taught chemistry for 30 years. She has marked the higher level, leaving cert for 15 years. Phew. So her credentials are impeccable if exhausting. Mary, you're very welcome to the programme this evening. Thanks very much. How are you? Listen, you sound like the right woman for this job. Look, this is a three-hour paper and in previous years, students used to have to do two questions from Section A and six questions from Section B. That changed last year. Where are we now? What are the students looking at now in terms of their format, please? Well, this year, they just have to do any six questions from the eleven in the three hour period and each question carries 50 marks. So the total for the paper is 300 marks. Unlike the Ag Science, they have 20 years of past papers to practice from. And also unlike the Ag Science, it's a 100% written terminal exam. There's no project work involved. Previously, they would have probably spent 20 minutes per question. Um, They could afford to spend 25 minutes per question this year and still have 30 minutes to read through the paper. Question selection is critical. Reading the question fully before launching in. And um, don't do, you know, do the six questions. You can get 100% from the six questions. But if you have a lot of extra time, maybe do one extra question. It's not advisable to do a load of questions because your grade goes down. I think, yes, yeah, sometimes the students go in and they see all these words and terms they know and they think, I'm going to show off all the work mm-hmm. I've done. It's very hard to nearly curate your exam response. But you're saying be strategic and, and narrow it down. Correct, yes. And it's online marking as many of the exams are now. So make sure you keep within the margins on the answer book. Use a blue or black pen. None of these uh, highlighters or gel pens. <laughs> okay, none of that. Um, <laughs> Yes, uh, stay, start each question at the top of a new question at the top of a page. Space out their work, leave a space. If there is something you can't remember, leave space, they might get a chance to come back to it. Also, unadvisable to use Tipex, just use a pencil to cross out if they feel they made a mistake. You know, this is something we hear so often on the show, like students have a thing about paper. Like this is one of the days, you know, we've lots of paper, use it. Can you just talk yes. me through then Section 8? These questions based on the practicals, talk us through that oh. based on the 28 practicals. Okay, there are three um, questions in section A. Question one is normally a titration question and that's based on approximately eight practicals. So it could be an acid-based titration like sodium carbonate or vinegar, a redox titration like potassium permanganate in the iron tablet or sodium thiosulfate in bleach, which actually came up last year, or water titration, 
the bio, biological oxygen demand or the um, EDTA, hardness and water. So it can be any of those three areas. Uh, the basics of all of these are the same. Preparing the solutions, making up, using the equipment. So the colour changes for the indicators, they need to make sure they mention the before and after colour changes. Also on these, um, I would advise, when I'm teaching this, I'd advise sure. them to draw a sketch of the equipment and to label what's in each part, like the burette would have the acid or whatever and the conic flask, the base, and put the amounts on it so they don't mix up the numbers when they're doing the calculation. Calculations here are also important and it's by first principles. So understanding the mole concept is important. The number of moles mass divided by relative molecular mass or the number of moles equals volume by molar divided by 1,000. That would be important. Since 2015, they're looking for calculations based on the first principles. You are also going to tell us that I know they can go online and watch the videos for the practicals online on by UCC, sponsored by Phonons by Maynooth. Can I move you on fast, quickly, if you don't mind, to section B? Slightly shorter questions here, but again, a lot of detail needed. Sorry, just to finish in section A there, question two is always an organic practical. Okay. And question three is another practical. Yes, uh, section B then, you have uh, question four, short questions. They have to do eight out of 11 parts. Question five, periodic table question, which can be tricky question to get a score high on because of the language, um, precision of language required. Question six, usually a high scoring question on fuels and thermochemistry. So Hess's law there important. And then the other questions um, can be from different topics. Um, Organic chemistry, very important. Mechanisms Mm -hmm. often come up there. And um, graph questions can be high scoring questions as well. If it comes up in rates or whatever, use a dark pencil when you're when you're drawing the graphs and um, make sure you have the correct scales. Uh, questions 10 and 11 then have choices in them as well. They do two out of three parts or two out of four parts. Now, can you um, talk to us? I'm so sorry. We're always fighting no, the clock on this program, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But just the no timing, because I know that's something vital in a way. Yeah. There's lots of time, but they still have to manage their time. What should be in their head, do you think, Mary? I this year I think uh, not previously before pandemic it was 20 minutes question we used to advise but that was when they had eight questions I would say 25 minutes question now and that still gives them a half an hour to be reading through the paper and checking over things uh, or doing a next question if they want one extra question can I just say regarding calculations it's really important they show all their calculations because we use consequential marking as they do in other subjects perhaps like maths so it's important that they show all their work clearly when they're doing the calculations because if they get the wrong answer, they could still score quite highly if they use the correct method. And definitions, they have to be learned precisely. Again, you can't just be winging this or making it up on the hoof. No, but that's a good thing because they've they've all been asked before. So you just need to practice lots of exam questions from the last 20 years. So my top tips would be to uh, practice writing out the answers to questions and use marking schemes to check your answers. Um, make good selection choices on the day. That's very important. You don't want to be coming out of the exam and seeing a question you could have done better. And uh, revise your practicals, maybe by watching the videos, as you said. Uh, another 
tip I used to have with my yep. students for revision purposes was mm-hmm. if they took a big A3 page and say, I called it chemistry at a glance. So they draw out the diagram for the practical. They would write out the answers to all the questions that could possibly be asked on that over the last years, number of years. And then they do an exemplar calculation. So then on the night before the exam, they just have chemistry at a glance. They have one page to look at for each of the practicals. Mary, that sounds like brilliant advice and something that can apply to so many different subjects as well. Thank you so much for joining us this evening with that uh, guide to your uh, your guide to the chemistry paper for 2022. That's Mary Malahi there from Eureka Secondary School, Convent of Mercy, Kells County Me. Thank you so much. Well, that's our lot for this evening. We'll be back on Thursday with Spanish and construction studies and plenty more for the very final study hub. So until then, slow and go fold.